Hello and welcome to the Studio Magazine interview series. I'm Nazar Labunets with Atacama, and today I have the pleasure of talking to Ervind Jaganathan, or Jag, VP and CDO of Single Family at Freddie Mac. Um, I, I was thinking, I know I read this interesting statistic that you know, 62% of CDOs report that their role is misunderstood compared to the other C-suite executives. Does that make sense to you? Does that resonate? I've heard the same in uh, various, uh, you know, panels and, and, and conferences. It may not resonate as much uh, to me or in my local world, but mm-hmm. I think the challenge that has always occurred, going back to the first question is, what is the value that you're generating? And when you think yeah. about it, and as I'd love to hear your thoughts on this as well, um, mm-hmm. data in some, in, for some executives of form is not touchable, right? It's, I know what a CFO, I'm in charge of finance. CTO, I'm in charge of the tax. CIO, building out overall. And you can just go down the line. People can yeah. immediately um, define those roles. And if you walk around a lot of folks and you say, okay, Hey, look, data, you know, people's are our most important asset. Data is the lifeblood of any organization. People, yeah, that makes sense. But then you say, okay, what does the CEO do? And they'll give you various answers. The, I think this is a natural evolution that if you think in 2006 or seven when the first CDO started and 15 years later, now you have organizations and CDO magazine, you know, supportive of bringing everyone together. I think it's just still figuring out what are you truly responsible for in the value generation? It's not just about tech. It's about the business value and then how you bring in this all together. And I think you'll start seeing hopefully less confusion. Um, right. Some of that, I think, is also organizationally where the CDOs reside. I think also creates some of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, I think I've been fortunate that uh, management has been very supportive and understanding in terms of what the value will bring to the table. and the commitment that they're giving in terms of budget and support, because as you want to generate quick value, I can tell you most CDOs are working on a multi-year plan across the board, and you need that commitment to really uh, eliminate uh, pain points and derive that value prop that we've talked about. Right. Yeah, I mean, I 100% agree. I was actually just writing like a couple of articles on CDOs and a lot of them touched on this, you know, on the value and ROI and all of this. And uh, specifically about the misunderstanding, I think potentially if CDOs in some cases could communicate better what they do, right? Because you do all of this great work, right? You put, you're putting on the bedrocks, then you are doing analytics, you're doing modernization. But the more people know about it, the better, I think, right? And not all organizations are that empowered like yours. And I agree with 100% saying, I think it goes back to that value prop, because if you can't show how you're moving the business forward, how you're helping to support not only current, but future needs, and then how does that tie to overall the, the strategy at the top of the house? That's the line of sight I think CDOs can help the yeah. support. And then it becomes, okay, this is not an esoteric project. By doing X, I'm delivering Y, and that Y is part of your scorecard or whatever objectives that you have. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. As long as long as it delivers uh, some business value, it contributes to some important projects. Then yeah, then the value is there. 
it seems that in uh, in Freddy you have the distributed kind of CDO organization, right? That you have CDOs in different um, lines of businesses, right? When would you recommend this model? Is it for big organizations like Freddy, or do you see this working elsewhere? Either way, um, now in terms of for Freddy, we do have an enterprise data office that right that uh, brings all the CDOs together and ensures in terms of our adherence uh, right. to standards and, and compliance and, and consolidates all our metrics. And I think it, it provides that one voice, right? Um, but I think whether you call it a centralized federated model, it's really understanding um, data is tied to your people, process, and technology. And I, I would advocate that it's no different than operation. Um, if you are, if, if you are a federated model in terms of your process, and where uh, the data ownership and consumer reside, CDO should be next to all those folks. If you're a centralized COO function, right? Then yeah, it makes sense to have a centralized because you're tied again, data is a byproduct of the people process and technology. Um, mm -hmm. I think, it, I don't see there's a right or wrong answer. I think it's that Data, it should be a component of your overall organizational model if you're federated. Data should be kept accordingly. And if you believe in more of a centralized model, that's okay too. But uh, but I, I, I don't see it one way or the other in terms of success that you need to be having the seat at the table where your data ownership and consumers are uh, reside. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense the way you described it. Yeah. Speaking of, you know, again, Coming, coming back a bit to modernization and innovation, are there any new frameworks or innovations you're looking to implement right now? Well, do something do yeah. no different? There's always, I always laugh, there's always changes occurring, right? Uh, as there so I think in terms of framework, um, first and foremost uh, for us is the uh, CDMC, the Cloud Data Management Capability that the EDM Council um, launched. I was part of um, and supported uh, the, the development. And I, I, you know, if I look back on it in terms of when I think about CDA, CDMC as a framework, you know, best practices around data governance, privacy, security for organizations adopting the cloud. But what was unique about that really, it wasn't just one cloud product. We had Azure, Google, Amazon, all participating with providers, mm. right? And so if you think about maturity assessment and we use DCAM, for example, CDMC is a, a natural evolution and try to get certified as you move to the cloud. So from a framework standpoint, we're going through our assessment um, this quarter. And it's something that I truly believe that as, as you look at your data maturity, going back to that defensive side, CDMC is critical uh, to ensure that you're certified so that as you move into the cloud and you think about modernization, um, that you're meeting what I call industry standards and a framework according to Innovation, I think innovation uh, occurs across, again, in our landscape, and uh, whether it be in our sourcing, servicing, experimentation space. The modernization, equals what we're trying to do is, is part of that innovation. So as we're thinking about meeting our mission, making home possible, and looking at uh, more fair new potential new products or uh, needs uh, for our customers, innovation, if I think about our data space, that whole modernization of that ecosystem 
is, again, the bedrock for various innovative uh, needs that we're trying to support our business partners with. Uh, never compromise the mission, whatever you're doing. Right. There is one topic I want to learn a bit more about, and that's you know the importance of data management before, during, and after M&As, right? Mergers and acquisitions. It seems that you have been involved in a couple during your career. How do you? How would you describe the important? There's some important steps you need to take, like before you do an M&A, right? For two data-intensive companies. Yeah. So. Clearly, um, Freddie is not going through an M&A. Um, and I could speak about my previous history before. Um, mm-hmm. if, I, if I take a step back in terms of the then, let's leave the M&A for outside of an equation, but you, know, you go back to you know, data is going to be a key component of how to consolidate in the organization. And it goes back to what I said before about where is my data and can I trust it? And how is it being protected and what do I have? Then I think it's going to be the natural evolution of looking at the technology and then how more similar and everything else goes about it. How you catalog, how you have your, your governance capabilities is going to be critical for any of those actions. Because you're going to need to bring your data sets and avoid duplication, right? Because ultimately, how do you define specific elements? Each organization may have done it differently. That's going to be yeah. part of normalization and goes back to spending the time, right? And from a process standpoint, making sure that clear milestones and roadmaps and, and that you're not short, short circuiting or, or uh, devaluing that important function because everyone wants to move to, um, I need to consolidate my databases and, and as such. And, and as you, you think about it, even from a cloud, the best analogy I can give, folks are very concerned when we first modernize, and less of a credit that we hear in the industry, well, people wanted to avoid creating a data swamp, right? You, the data lake became the swamp, and then people, that's how you started now, and everyone's like, wait a second, going to be mesh or fabric, and then how do I create the marketplace? All these terminologies have turned in the last few years, right? Because- yeah. yeah. Everyone yeah. just said, I'm just going to lift and shift. And suddenly I'm like, oh my God, I don't know what I really have. In, 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 oh, in, yeah. And I think that's what you want to avoid, right? So the same way in the cloud journey, you wanted to avoid that swap, the same approach. So I think the M&A is almost going from a legacy world to the cloud world. What are all the steps that you need to do? Mm-hmm. Accordingly. So in our case, before anything comes into the cloud, Every data is registered, right? So it's part of our data going back to that bedrock. Our governance is the first step before anything comes in. So that when we know you need to unlock, everything's been protected and meeting our standards. Similar, I would say, because again, it's been a long time. um, I would think you would follow that for um, any type of consolidation. Makes sense. Thank you. Let's say somebody is thinking, you know, about getting started with data governance. Uh, what would your tips, recommendations be for getting started? Like number one, number two, number three. I would say number one, you got to know where you, where you are. You can't, you can't figure out where you need to go. If you don't know where you um, be very introspective and start that. I call that DCAN, that data capability assessment model, maturity model, mm. um, across 
each of the paradigms, whether it be from having the strategy, quality, governance, et cetera, be very open and start there. Because that gives you a clear roadmap as to what your strengths are and what the areas of opportunity. Two, then going back to engaging your business and product stakeholders, what's important among those variables that there's, and I think what happens is folks originally start with um, data governance and it's viewed almost like a tax in some, for some folks, right? It's, uh, I have to, I got to do it, but do I really want to? Look to paradigm, secondly, is saying here's the value by having strong governance or strong, uh, a data governance program, here's the value that we're generating. Going back to talking to those business and product stakeholders. And then three is having those uh, uh, metrics and indicators tied to your strategy because, again, it's not, you, you need to show quick value, right? If you're going to start a program, this can't be something 18, 24 months later, here's, aha, here's what we've done. You're going to need to show something in, in, in smaller increments, but tie it to that this is a multi year commitment. Well, Jack, thank you for your time. Um, thank you for joining me today. And uh, please visit studiomagazine.tech for additional interviews.